3: I am all in. More, more, more. I want to
4: kiss you more. More, more, more. I want to kiss you more.
5: I am all in with Scott Patterson, an iHeartRadio podcast. Part of the
4: reason
2: I'm feeling all funky now is because this episode slayed me.
6: I cried. I cried.
2: Okay, save it, oh, show, I- save it for the show. Save it for the show. For the show. Well, we're doing the show. We're oh. talking about the show. What's we're on. <laughs> Hello.
5: <laughs> I never know anymore, guys. I, I don't know when we start. <laughs> no, we slide, right, God, I love in. You. Oh, we
2: slide right in. We slide right oh. in.
6: Scott, no, wait. So what? Yeah, tell me how you felt. And then I'll because I, I want to hear how you felt watching this.
2: Well, you know, I'm on location. I miss my family. They put me, they I watched this show. They do all of the incredibly powerful things, like flashbacks. Right. And the reason that the flashbacks in this episode were so powerful and worked mm. so well uh, are because is because we are so invested in these characters yes. after two and a half seasons. We know them. Yes. We love mm-hmm. them. And then we get this flashback back to when Laurel and Christopher was 16 years old. Mm. And it was powerful. It was as good an episode as as I've seen on television that I've been invested in, in this type of a family drama. I mean, this episode shows us why Gilmore Girls, at its best, there's nothing more powerful than this show, because it clearly says to the audience... There doesn't matter how dysfunctional your family is. Mm -hmm. Look at this example of a dysfunctional family, but there's nothing more powerful than family. Yes. And we strive for it and we dream for it. And, you know, we have messed up relationships with cousins and mothers and fathers, whatever it is, we still hope. Mm -hmm. So it, it was so, it was writ large in this episode and it was a powerful experience. Absolutely, I had the same.
6: Experience. I'm so blew me away. I'm so happy you had the same experience I had, yeah. and I can't wait to hear how Danielle responded. I cried multiple yep, times, I did it too. gutted me, yeah, multiple times. Oh, I, yeah,
5: I loved it. I mean, this was the first time we've ever seen a flashback like that, and yeah. it reminded me a lot of, um. This is us. I know like to yeah. just bring it to like current uh, TV shows. Sure. This is us does that a lot. They do flashbacks and it just makes you understand every character so much more. And that's how I felt about this episode. I was just like, oh, my God, because you hear you see them now talk about like, oh, when I was 16, I had a baby. But mm-hmm. to actually see Lorelai and Christopher 16 years old and what they went through and also Emily and Richard and Christopher's parents <sighs> on their discussion that that one really I was like oh my like, I just wanted to jump
6: through the screen painful but oh my god yeah. yeah no it was fantastic and for as gutted as I was multiple times but one being I felt such heartache for Emily like I'll mm-hmm. cry I'm gonna cry yeah. during this podcast such heartache for Emily when she realized they're gone like I almost can't say it like they're gone. And Mm -hmm. then the beauty, like, oh my God. Like when the DVD player, it's like this, just the most excruciating pain and the pain you feel for Mm Lorelai multiple Mm -hmm. times. The fact that Lorelai, like you guys, I cannot say it without choking up, went to the hospital to help Rory. Because Mm -hmm. Rory needed Mm her. The pain She had to endure to be there for the birth of Christopher's baby with someone else. But she knows there's nothing more important than my own kid and saying to her mom, Rory needs me there. So it doesn't matter. But
2: that's the point, right? It's like, if I'm with my kid, I can do anything. If we're together, I can get through anything. You're gonna make me cry.
6: I know, was it not such an amazing episode?
2: But it killed me because anybody that's been in a delivery room delivering their kid, you know, that's a, power. that's a, that, you know, you walk into the hospital, one person, you leave that delivery room, a completely different person.
6: So do you think experiencing this episode, watching it now as a father is completely different than how you felt shooting it? Because your scenes in this episode are actually kind of fun.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Right, right. They were, they were fun. Uh, and this, without a doubt, was the most powerful episode uh, of television I've probably ever seen. Uh, and, you know, obviously because it, 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 it was such a deeply personal experience for me.
6: Because I was completely emotional and I don't even have yeah. children. Right. So for me, right. it was, I was feeling Lorelai. So much.
2: But, and, but, that's, but that's the strength of, of motherhood, of being a parent, is that there, there's no stronger love. There's no stronger bond. There's nothing deeper in the human experience than that, than with a parent and, and their child. Mm-hmm. Nothing is stronger. Um, I mean, whether it's your child or whether it's your mother or father or whatever, right. but it really, when you have a child, uh, you understand. I understood for the first time what, what love really was. I didn't know. I had, I, I didn't know. And then I found yeah. out you find out one day. It's just like, there he is. And then, wow, because had- it's like, what are you willing to do for that child? And the answer is anything and everything. Um, Man. Uh, just yeah. a, just a a wonderful, wonderful episode. This was my absolute, and it had a ton of laughs. Yeah, uh, it had a ton of great lines. Anyway, let's go through it. Uh, yeah,
6: Danielle, do the do do your thing. Okay, all right, guys. If you haven't, how you like finished- that for an
4: introduction? <laughs> <laughs> if you guys
5: haven't figured it out yet, this is season three, episode thirteen, dear Emily and Richard. Air date February fourth, two thousand three. Um, Uh, Lorelai is reminded of of when Rory was born with flashbacks to her teenage years as Sherry, Chris's current girlfriend, goes into labor. Rory and Lorelai are the only ones to support Sherry until Christopher arrives. Luke continues to date Taylor's lawyer, Nicole.
6: Sherry Uh, is so nuts in this. Oh. I wrote (laughs) it down. I wrote it down. And her hair was so blonde. Did you you notice that? She had like a different hairdo okay so let's we'll start going through it and then obviously there's just so many significant things so we start at dinner friday night dinner and we learn quickly about aunt maureen hiking up her skirt and that uh lorelei and rory are planning their trip to europe and it is not the trip that richard and emily would ever
2: (laughs) they laughed at them you're not they didn't think they were serious
5: They're laughing when Richard and Laurel, or Richard and Emily looked at each other and go, "This is
6: so good. I loved. I've never enjoyed the, the use of the word trapes that much." When Emily said, "You're going to just trapes around Europe, like, so
2: well, you're, what are you going to sleep in the in a park in Paris like a couple of squirrels?"
6: <laughs> so, Good. Now, which version uh, would you rather have? I'm not gonna lie, I'd rather do the Richard Emily. Trip yeah. to- oh, god, yes, <laughs> tagging along Are you their Are trip. Kidding me?
2: Oh man, and it's so interesting because you
6: know, they would pay for it, but it's yeah. like Rory and Lorelai like, don't even want that trip.
2: No, they want to do the youth hostel route, <laughs> you know. <laughs>
4: Um,
2: yeah i mean look when you're a kid that's uh, romantic and it's fun and that's you want to connect with other kids that's how you meet kids from all over the world you know and in, in those youth hostels and it's great um
5: yeah those hostels are a party zone have you yeah. stayed in one <laughs> have you stayed oh, in one? Hell, yeah i have oh, when i yeah. studied abroad that's all we did we jumped around a different Countries and stayed in hostels and met other twenty-something year olds and just oh, yeah, ha- yeah. raged and had a good time.
2: Yes, yes.
5: Have you stayed in a hostel, Scott? Uh,
2: I I have. Oh. And Danielle is not wrong. It, you rage. <laughs> Look, when you're that young, you make friends easily. Uh, you're you're an open spirit. You're an open book, and, was... and the the story's being written. I you, was you not to... cut
6: out for that, even in my 20s.
2: Oh, no, 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 no. That was That's how I saw. I mean, I didn't see Europe, all of Europe that way. And I did backpack through Europe, but I no. I, I did it a little differently. But I met so many people and had so many great experiences. And uh, there's just nothing better. And you have to do it when you're young. You have to yeah. do it. Yeah.
6: I liked the sound yeah. of the Ritz. <laughs> I was like. Yeah, now sounds it sounds good. good. Sure. Yeah.
2: And I then, think yeah. I
6: don't think I could share the toilets at the youth hostels. don't you share bathrooms? It's like your sorority house. you've done that
5: before where you I, I love a, my sorority a bathroom house, with yeah. 38 when, when, girls when, same
6: thing
2: come on when you're 18 19 you can do anything you can go anywhere it doesn't matter you know
6: That was a very funny scene so we knew we were we knew we were going strong right from the start so then oh I yeah, this was, oh yeah was interesting. we go to Tom who's working on the shop. I like to still call it the shoppy because it has two P's. (laughs) And Dean is working essentially for the construction guys. Like Taylor has sort of recruited him Mm -hmm. and Miss Patty's there leering at all the fellas, which was just, oh my God. Then we get to the scene I love, which is Jess and Luke having their little conversation because Luke is trying to figure out where to take Nicole to dinner. And it's just hilarious because Jess is just relentlessly making fun of Luke.
2: You see, you see how good the comedy can be when things are super fast.
1: Yes. When yes. you
2: don't, when you, when you don't indulge in taking pauses or taking your moments or trying to be funny, you just execute, you do the dialogue, you do the actions and your speed and it, and it really made the humor pop.
6: You know, you are so correct. That scene was like a workout for my yeah. because he had to <laughs> just jam with you, right? Mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. you exit and in comes Dean and oh, that, that almost my hurt God. my brain, that yeah. list of the cheeseburgers and the this and the, and they're, and they're having to do that while they're firing off their lines. My God, was that a scene? And like, also
5: like just how they were portraying their personalities in that. like. He was being like, you know, s- snarky, and but also like trying to be like, dude, like you're working and you're taking my order, you know yeah. that vibe. And Jess uh-huh. was just kind of just trying to hang in there without. He says, it. "And
6: you're <laughs> Taylor's waitress." I- <laughs> that was a great line. Uh-huh. Oh, that
2: was you're working for Taylor. Oh, you're Taylor's waitress. That was it. Was Dean at his best? He's uh, yeah. he's he, he's in a position now where. You know, he doesn't really, he's over it. He can be friends with Lorelei. He knows that this this Milo is not really um, as cool as everybody thought he was. Like, mm-hmm. he can get his goat when he wants to. And he did. And he that and it was so look,
6: confident.
5: He's, he's definitely he, sticking the knife in a little bit. And he just likes to oh, poke. Oh, sure.
2: He, but he earned that right, didn't he?
5: Yeah, he, he
2: earned that. I don't. I don't think he was being a, a D word. I think he was just being, you know, justifiably um, very. They very both
6: were being D words to each yeah. other. Oh no, 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 no! It's
3: like yeah.
2: God. I think. I think. I think Jess was being defensive and mm-hmm. hostile, and I think. And I think Dean was being on
1: the offensive and hostile. Yeah,
6: yeah, yeah. You're right.
7: Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your
1: podcasts. Okay, round 2. Name something that's not boring.
0: A laundry? Oh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh?
1: Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino that's right chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino style games join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes chumbacasino.com the
6: list of the meal oh my head was exploding and i'm thinking is milo gonna remember or jess is jess gonna remember all this like that was overwhelming. That whole scene was like a ping pong tournament.
2: Yeah. It's great. It was great. Great moments. But then they both had to, you know, just had to buckle down, take the order. And and do exactly what Jared said for him to do. Yeah. Because you don't want yeah. those guys coming back in. They're gonna, you were gonna we're gonna you're gonna be remaking these orders all day. Right. All these guys work Let's for Taylor. Right. Read it back to me, Jess. Now you're my little, you know what, right? D
4: word.
6: <laughs> there's D words, B words, and then how that when he's like pickles, pickles on the side of what? Uh, like
2: it was just yeah.
6: oh, the whole thing. Oh,
2: my God. Yeah, I love it when the kids go at it.
5: And
6: it did you know, make me hungry. That scene. I was <laughs> like, I could really use a cheeseburger. <laughs> oh my God, I felt this. Uh. You know what's amazing about this episode? There's that scene, and then there's another scene coming up right now that really. Had very little to do with sort of the meat of what we mm. were emotionally feeling, but there's such awesome scenes. So then we go to the inn and lies on the phone and we realize some dude's having a retirement party that he keeps changing the theme which really has no significance in what this episode is about, but it was such a great way to see Suki and she tosses the golf ball cake. Oh, I have, a,
2: I have a bone to pick with Suki on that. They, they could have eaten that cake. They could have served that cake. I thought the how same good thing. that cake was.
4: I thought okay, the why same are thing.
6: you tossing
2: it because you want to make a funny humorous sight gag for <laughs> totally. to the camera, a good-
5: <laughs> but like serve it. I had a question about that. Was that that had to have been a fake cake, right? Because otherwise it's just one and done. Like she oh, flipped God. that and it landed yeah. so well
6: into the trash can. I was yeah, like, oh yeah, yeah. that's she a great do point. That? If she messed yeah. it up, they'd have to bring um, out yeah. another. Right. She used to nail right. that. And Lane's there working. And then Rory comes in with the flags, and like this guy suddenly takes his golf retirement party to a beanie <laughs> baby party.
2: Mm. Uh. Yeah. Oh, my god! Yeah. Was, Lord. yeah. A, waste, a, a tragic waste of cake. Just tragic.
6: Yes. I, I actually thought the same. So then we get back to Lorelai and Rory's and we get the invitation to the C-section, which was just <laughs> bizarre. Yeah, It was like, bizarre. A, it a was toast, bizarre. a hug, a formal viewing, gifts welcome. And then su- are welcome. sushi.
2: And then oh. sushi.
6: Yes,
5: sushi. Have, have, Which I was like, all right, I'll give it to her. When you're pregnant, you can have sushi, but you can't. Uh, you can't. So I, you can have sushi? No, you can't. can right? So I think she's trying to say, I'm having this baby. I want sushi. Oh, like after that's what I. Her? That's what okay. I gathered. Um, but the one thing that really bothered me was was the P.S. Gifts are not necessary, but always appreciated. Oh I'm my like, god, who
6: says that? It's Don't say
4: uh-huh. that. <laughs>
6: that's like you better give me a gift or else <laughs> and I'll, I won't say it now but there were two pop culture references in this scene that I will save for when we do pop culture were genius so I, I just I, I leave you with that so then we see the Amazon box but it's not really an Amazon box it's Emily has sent over more travel books and then we get to our first flashback which was wow so it was shocking back.
2: it was shocking yeah and my initial reaction was not good
6: so god it's so funny
2: because I, I hadn't seen it before but then i i watched the scene again i rewound it and i watched the scene i said well do i believe that that girl was 16 year old laurel do i believe that that guy was 16 year old crystal i'm going nah
5: same i don't
2: Same. I said, that girl's She's she's built different. Yep. she looks different. She doesn't have Lorelai's height,
6: and they because, didn't have their right. They did not right. have the. It's I'm but so you know what?
2: But you know what? It didn't matter.
6: I totally yeah. agree with you, Scott. Yeah. It's so you're. It
2: didn't matter. You're because
6: literally those, reading my mind. Right.
2: Because those two actors were really terrific and they were really engaging. Um, I mean, she was terrific.
5: The moment yeah. that really made me not like have to worry about who the actors were was when they started talking about their plan to go to Europe and backpack right. and how is Christopher's plan? I was like, mind blown. I'm like, oh my gosh, that just totally took me back to the beginning of the episode on how Rory wants to do this. Right. Right. And Right. It right. Just, right.
6: Oh. I'm so glad you brought this up, though, because my note, although I was completely into the episode, said she isn't Lorelai-ish doesn't matter they didn't you're right
2: but she was
6: yeah i mean i guess at the end of the episode i had completely sort of changed my mind
2: they i they both believe those actors both believe that those they were those characters Mm -hmm. in 16 so it made me buy into it and it was all this great mom i'm uh, Mom, I'm dropping my sweater. Mom, I'm you know gonna have a drink. You know I'm here. I guess she's not here. What? what whatever. Right, she had. Right. She had the attitude down. Right. She had the cadence down. She had. She was. She was uh, expressing the physicality of mm-hmm. what she was doing was was perfect.
6: The brilliance of the flashbacks is that the adults were played by the characters, the actors we know. Yeah. How they made them look slightly younger. I don't know if it was like a fuzzy filter or what they were doing, but Richard Wigs. Richard was phenomenal.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. In every yeah. way. I have it a question. Was, it-
5: I have a question about this scene. Is it safe to say that this is the day that Rory was conceived? Because that's what I that's what I thought yes. to
2: Yeah, I'm sure that it was. That was the day, right. Yeah.
5: Cause they were like,
6: Emily's not home. And
5: yeah. They're right. we drinking, mm-hmm.
6: you know, with the, like yeah. with the cherry in it. I had the right. same thought. Sure, he that was the thing. Called day. her lore. So, did you notice that? That and that obviously was in the writing because Christopher is really the one that calls Lorelai Lore. And I know from all the fans, they're they're torn on it. Some people hate it, and some people like it. I personally love it. That young Christopher called her lore.
2: Did you Did you also think for a minute as you know the flashbacks kept coming because I think there were three or four or five of them. Uh, as they kept coming, uh, I had a fleeting thought of, wow, what this show could have been. Yeah. If they, I don't know if they could have kept doing that. I don't know. It, it just seemed to elevate the show. Uh, it, it deepened the experience for me. And I think had they stayed, I, you know, I'm, I'm kind of wondering how the show would have been received Had they continued to do these flashbacks?
6: Mm, Interesting. Well, not
2: in every episode, but
6: in in every other. You you know what I mean? Well, you talked about a prequel to Gilmore Girls, and that's what this would be. It would be
2: so good. Right there, it is. That would
6: be really good.
2: It really would be good. It It really really would be. be
6: Mm
2: Mm-hmm. Yes.
6: Wow. Yes. So then, and and I I also loved how the you seamlessly went from the flashback to present day. So immediately we come back and we see, you know, Lorelai and Rory in their, in their beanie and their scarf. And we're back in, and then we head to Chilton, which was a, a funny scene. We just see that Paris and Rory are still really going at it, mm-hmm. you know, and then, and, and Paris picks the bad photo of Rory and then we get the call. From, right. We're
2: back to the the pettiness that is Paris. Yeah,
6: yeah. Yeah. Like she has to have Rory looking like an idiot. Right. Right. And then we get the call right. and it's Maureen, Sherry's friend, saying, Sherry screwed up. Sherry screwed up. First of all, which she said so many times, it was like a little bit annoying. But off Rory goes to the hospital.
2: But isn't it, you know, if, if we compare Paris's life to Rory's life, I mean, doesn't, this little Paris in a snit all the time in the show, just look, it just pales in comparison to Rory's life, which is incredibly full, even though yeah. it's, it, it, it's, you know, not everybody's together on the same page. You along, you know, she's got her dad is in a relationship. She's going to have a, a half sister. Yeah. And, you know, it's a family. She's in a family that's trying mm-hmm. to, you know, weave it all together again yeah. or stay mm-hmm. together the the tension of the show is like they're doing all they can yeah to 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 summon the better angels angels of their natures yeah. to stay together as the Gilmore's, as a family and it's
6: messy but it's love
2: right right it doesn't have to be perfect but just just watching pe- watching people try to clean it up and make it good and, and, and make the commitments is great. It's yeah compelling television. It really, truly is. And
6: I like the Paris better that gets along with Rory. I enjoy that Paris so much more. This right. Paris is kind of back to... Remember when Paris sort of annoyed you? This is that annoying one. Yes. I still love her, but I like her better when they're friends.
2: Yeah, I think... I think that Amy and Dan liked that character so much. They wanted to keep her around because she's really outlived her usefulness. <laughs> yeah. I think they milked that cow a while ago, <laughs> but it came, c- came
6: back. So we do flash back to a scene that I thought was interesting because it was necessary, but it didn't totally age well in the scene where she's trying on her dress. Yeah. It's really like her debutante dress, I think. And coming it out portrait, fit. yeah. So it's her debutante ball, just like Rory was in the debutante ball, and the dress doesn't fit. And Emily's like, "Did you gain weight? Like, what's going on? This was just three months ago. We had the fitting, and then get in sweats and run around the block. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> oh. and, yeah. And that was great acting by the young Lorelai because you see, she realizes it. Oh, mm-hmm.
2: Who is she? Who is she? We should um, have. Her I did on.
6: look oh. it up, and I actually have been trying to track her down and the young Christopher, which is Chelsea Brummett
2: is that her name? hmm well, She was great. Yeah, she, she was, was really sort great. of
6: known for a few other things too, uh, but I, so far I haven't had luck tracking them down. But I'm gonna keep.
2: Okay. It. All right. Um, but that scene with the dress and it didn't fit really drove home for me just how the kind of wealth. Yes. that Lorelei came from, because that is, you know, I mean, man, that's yeah. almost American royalty. You know, it's, it's, it's right on the cusp.
6: Yeah. They're, um, they're fancy people.
2: Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, they're holding some traditions there. And-
6: the fashion of the eighties was really on point, especially with Emily Every, and especially, I'm jumping ahead, but the scene where Emily realizes they're gone. She's wearing just the ultimate 80s sort of dynasty gown. I was like, oh my <laughs> God, the fashion was so good. <laughs> so yeah, that scene was brutal because you're like, oh no.
5: Definitely brutal, right. but I, I think necessary. Agree. Like I mm-hmm. li- I liked seeing that moment where Lorelei realizes, oh my gosh, I'm pregnant. Yeah. yeah. It's just like light bulbs going off in that scene. I'm like, oh my
6: God. So then we go back to the diner for what I thought was one of the best Scott Lauren, Luke Lorelai moments of the entire series.
2: With the arms, yeah.
6: The physical comedy. (laughs) I mean because you're really not talking like you're you're we're focused on nicole's call and then we the background so basically to refresh her so kirk's at the counter and lorelei walks in and she's like where's luke and then here comes luke all gussied up wearing the sweater that lorelei got him and the leather jacket and the whole thing and then Lorelai says it's a girl it's a girl and then that you let her take the call on the phone. Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> <and> <laughs> <really> <laughs> is
6: losing her mind.
4: Uh
2: huh. Oh yeah.
6: So I assume that's all choreographed, like all the oh, sure. physical.
2: Oh sure. Oh sure. yeah.
6: Genius. That's the most physical, almost that we've seen the two of you.
2: Yeah, I'm telling you. We we listen. We could have gone. Our our chemistry was so good. We could have gone on the road and done a stand up routine. <sighs>
5: You. <laughs>
6: you know what I find crazy And we maybe have talked about this But you know there's so many genius Gilmore Girl TikToks And I we probably have talked about this Is that Sherilyn Fenn
4: mm-hmm. Was
6: originally who they wanted As Lorelai mm-hmm. mm-hmm. No one is Lorelai But Lauren Graham I agree
2: Right? It's a whole different show
1: It's a whole different show without her
7: Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
6: Can I tell you guys a weird thing that happened to me? Oh, no. Okay. Sure, so, sure. <laughs> my in this the bed. Is, <laughs> look, No, that is a good story. <laughs> this is weird. So, and forgive me for this. I hope no one takes this the wrong way. <gasps> Obviously, the magazines have mentioned that it it's a it was a story recently that Lauren and her boyfriend Peter Krause broke up or whatever, mm-hmm. which is sad. And I don't even who, who even cares. Not the point of my story.
2: No, but I mean no, but I but it is sad. And and I but not to interrupt you. But
6: no, please. But I
2: but I didn't know about it, and then I did read about it. And there was one article that went into uh, the why.
6: How would anyone she,
2: even know? She, well, they said that she said they're quoting her. as oh, really? She went on location to Mighty Ducks oh, in Vancouver yeah. to film for five months or whatever it was. And when she returned, uh, uh, Peter and his son, who I was probably a teenager, late teenager at this point, yeah, uh, had bonded so deeply that she kind of felt
6: oh no way like a third wheel yeah oh my god Aww. and it oh.
2: just broke my heart
6: yeah maybe because i'm get sh- together I'm b-
2: because they've been together a long time and she's been with that boy a long time Yeah, and i'm sure she's been a great uh kind of a stepmom to him yeah. not that they're you know what i mean i mean that's a big investment so to make in a kid so it's very, sad. Very, very sad very
6: sad but what yeah. was real weird for my brain and i mean it was a split second I definitely uh-huh. was like, oh, good. Luke can be with her. And then I was like,
4: what? What?
6: What? <laughs> what?" Like, I literally wow. was like, first of all, Scott uh, is married. Number two, uh, Scott isn't <laughs> Luke, and she's not Lorelei. Lorelei. Uh-huh. I was literally like, "In," I mean, it, and it was very fast in my head, but I was literally like, hey, head, what the fudge? Like, what's wrong
2: <laughs> with yeah. Did you have a clubhouse meeting with your head?
5: Literally, I was like, I'm <laughs> sure there's tons of people who are listening to those podcasts that have the same <clears throat> thought process, too.
6: I, I mean, it was so, <clears throat> it just shows how much I blur, even though I love her on Parenthood, I blur her, Lauren, with Lorelei
2: mm-hmm.
6: so much.
4: Oh, Yeah.
2: Yeah, it was it was an acting tour de force and yeah. it define it will always define her career, no matter what she, great thing she goes, continues to do, right?
6: And and it kind of shows like with acting or roles, Sherilyn Fenn did not become Lorelai because she was never meant to be Lorelei. Do you know what I mean? Like I would assume you get the parts that you're really meant to play.
4: Uh
2: Only if they're good, and and they last as long as this one has, and I think that's a requirement, right? That's a, that's a requirement. You weren't
6: destined to be that guy in Saw, Scott. (laughs) 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 You know, I'm like the biggest Saw fan of all time. It's so weird. I literally think Saw are the best horror movies ever. Thing to say, except Uh, for the poor Chris Rock one, that wasn't as good. (laughs) Okay. Getting myself back. Sorry. Uh, all right. So we we're right? now. Can she we was- give uh,
5: Luke's outfit a honorable mention? <laughs> totally. <laughs> you were in all black, a leather jacket. And I was like, he literally owned it.
6: I was so proud of Luke. <laughs> he looks so spiffy. And she's likable, Nicole. Like, I don't like her that much, but I do like her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah me too.
2: Yeah. It, it was nice to see. I, I had hair at one point, so it was <laughs> nice to see the hair. It's <laughs> like, wow, look at that. I had a hair. Oh, God. A little bit of a head. Do you a wear a,
6: a little baseball bit. cap in this new show, or can you not tell us?
2: Uh, you Wait. know, it's interesting. It's interesting. Uh, uh, I, I probably will be. Uh,
4: oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh,
2: wow. And, and, and today, we had a fitting today, wardrobe fitting today, the second one. And we haven't been able to find the right hat. I don't know if oh, it's going to wow. be. A, I don't know if it's going to be a permanent fixture, like in every scene.
5: Right, right,
4: right.
2: But I mean, just the nature of what my character does, is going to call for that. Ooh, so we I found, like it. you know, I, f- I found the hat today. So.
4: Oh, yeah, I love it.
2: Yeah, yeah. So yeah.
6: Sherry's totally crazy. Did you guys all feel that? Like yeah. she has lost her mind.
2: Um. Yes. Well, poor thing.
6: Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And her friend Maureen is totally nuts. And nothing was funnier than when Rory says, boy, do you look thin? Yes. (laughs) Yes. I wrote
5: that down.
2: uh, Rory stole this episode. She took the comedy award for this episode. She had four or five major laugh out loud lines. Just fantastic. I need my mommy and I don't care who knows it.
6: (laughs) Brilliant. It It was was brilliant. You know, the whole episode has oh. such great mother-daughter because then the scenes with Lorelai and Emily are amazing. She goes over, Leilani has the night off, Emily's heating up the roast, and, and Lorelai genuinely says, like, when dad's gone, what do you do? Mm-hmm. And it was sweet and sad and, and happy and all of the things. Oh, I
5: got well, a little one- sad.
2: Yeah. yeah when it's what when, when the when, when it's this well written right then the comedy really really pops then yeah. then then it's just like this is the type of comedy that comes from great stress
4: yeah you know
2: you know and all, all of the comedy came out of great stress and it was just hilarious just absolute. it was the funniest of the episodes, and it was uh, also the most. Uh, it was the deepest and most heartfelt. Yeah, and most well, powerful. I mean, good yes. God, what a powerful! And it's God. I mean, I hope they submitted this for the for, for an Emmy award. You know, I think this is the type of episode that you submit and you go, look, there it is. You know,
6: yeah, because then try, we get try to say saying
2: c- no to this. Yeah,
6: we get to the scene that I thought was one of the most yeah, heartbreaking, heart wrenching. So it's the four adults played by the people that play the four adults discussing this situation while Uh Christopher and Lorelai are upstairs sitting in the floor on the corner. Right. And I mean, what's his doozy says, get rid of it. Like, God. And then
5: Francine said, send her away. And, you know, like, oh, my gosh, I literally that that scene was a lot. That no. was that was a lot. Painful, yeah. brutal. Well,
2: it was it it just showed you what what the stakes were for those families, you know? And how rare this is, uh you know, I, for fam for families like this to have to deal with.
5: I thought and Emily what, was being a good mom in this in this situation. Yeah. yeah. She was defending her daughter because they were basically being like, Christopher's so young and he has a bright future. And She's like, so does my daughter, you know? And uh-huh. when um, Christopher's dad was like, oh, just have her get rid of it. She's like, no, I don't know. I just, I felt a lot for
6: Emily in that situation. Like she was. Well, and then Richard. Yeah. Richard says they will get married. They will live here. Christopher <clears throat> Christopher will work for my company. And you're just like, oh, wow.
2: Well, how wow. do you feel? Let's, let's take a poll here.
4: Yeah.
6: Uh,
2: amongst the upper crusty types right? This probably doesn't happen very often, but it probably happens more often than people realize. Mm-hmm. What percentage do you think uh, terminate the pregnancy versus mm. having the child?
6: Such a tough conversation, but probably most do not have the child.
2: I would say that. I would agree.
6: Right. It was It was inappropriate the way she said it. And it was inappropriate of the mother-in-law, for lack of a better word, to suggest it. Mm-hmm. To me, that's something that Lorelei decides for herself with her parents. Nobody else is oh, involved. Mm-hmm.
2: In that what a dilemma! My God. Yeah. And what a what a what a what a great premise to 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 jumpstart a show from. Well, what and a what a launching pad. You know,
6: Christopher really was siding with the adults i'm using yes
2: yeah, with richard like he was like right i'm gonna do right. what Richard saying right so this show really framed it up for us that this was laurel decision not to marry him yeah. and Correct. not to be and to escape that life this was her this was her ticket at a dodge mm-hmm. she could go start a new life somewhere else with her baby and she made that decision and all and in those moments with the nurse in looking into the nursery at that child the flashbacks of look of you know, and looking
5: at will, Rory. Uh, yeah, you know what and, I mean? And I will say, after watching this, it made me feel, like, like better towards Emily and Richard. Because I think mm-hmm. prior to this, I was constantly thinking, like, how could they just tell her daughter that she needs to get married at 16? Like, how can they just, you know, be so ruthless like that? But then after watching this episode, I, and I'm not saying it's right, but I can see mm-hmm. Richard's, like, the wheels turning in his brain, like, you know, I want to help my daughter. I want to set them up for success. I want, you know, like to have mm-hmm. my granddaughter, this is the plan because this will help them. No, mm-hmm. but this is
2: the, okay. So that's one part of it. The other part of it is Emily and Richard desperately trying to save their reputations mm-hmm. and the reputation yeah. of their daughter. That is a huge event Totally in the, in the on the social scene everybody talking about it because they're going to be judging richard and emily how did this happen what bad parents they must have emily is a shrew of course her daughter's going to end up like this and this and then they're just out they're pariahs right maybe so they're just fighting
6: fighting for their
2: lives here their whole lives are at stake here their social lives
6: we're jumping around, but the flashback I thought also was, that was so interesting is she's watching Quincy eating a sandwich, goes into labor and just gets herself to the hospital. And mm-hmm. then you see, you know, Emily and Richard come in sort of like, we're freaking out. Like you don't go have a baby without telling your mom and dad, you know, like, but you're like, oh wow, Lorelai is really starting to show Yes, she is doing this her way Yep. her own.
2: That, that, that she's leaving. Yeah. That this is her ticket
6: out. I mean, I, I know we're jumping ahead, but...
2: But it poses more questions than it answers, even yes. with the flashbacks, and that's what's so brilliant about it. Because now I want to see deeper back into yeah. Lorelei's past with Emily yeah. and Richard and what led her to this point where she's pregnant and she's leaving a note and she's like, I'm gone.
6: And it yeah. was excruciatingly her ticket out of painful. I felt for Emily who was uh-huh. devastated that her daughter and her granddaughter are gone. Gone. And just such brilliant acting because we don't even know what the notes said. And we knew immediately, oh, this is so painful. And they're gone. They make that subtle reference to, oh, she put the stroller away. And then you're like, oh, they are out.
2: It just, there's just so many questions to answer here. You know, yeah. why, how did Lorelai become this, how did she become so rebellious at 16 years old? How did she become so brave at 16 years old? I mean, if she. If there
6: ever was a prequel, you would want it to start when she's 13 or, you know what I mean? Like you wouldn't want it to just start the day they get pregnant because yeah. we, there's so much more to learn From the before that,
2: right? You've got to examine that relationship with Lorelai and her parents, and what happened to her at school. What would her? You know, right? What did she go? Where Where did Lorelai go to?
6: You would assume she was at some Chilton-type school. Obviously, she wasn't at Chilton because I think we would have known that.
2: Right, right.
6: But something like that. She wasn't. Yeah. So.
2: Yeah, that's your prequel. That's where it starts.
6: Okay, so we then flash. I love the going back. You know, it's a big
2: wedding between Luke and Lorelai, and then they keep flashing back to that.
6: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And I would love to know Luke's story. The prequel could Uh, be their, both their stories. Because I'd love to see Luke with his father growing up in the town. And the Uh, young Babette and the young uh, Miss Patty and the young... Maybe even Kirk. Okay, so we then go back to Boston Memorial. A a young Taylor would be good. I want to see Taylor Taylor in college. (laughs) Right, because you get the vibe that Taylor was probably friendly with with Luke's dad. Uh, Yeah. They definitely had a relationship. Hey,
2: let's so, not give don't, don't give Warner Brothers too many ideas. Too many, they're going to they're gonna figure out a way all to do
5: it.
6: No, no, no. They're going to they're
2: going to they're going to figure out a way to do a pre- prequel without any of us. You know.
4: <laughs> okay, so we go back to Boston
6: Memorial, and this is where Rory's just rolling calls for Sherry, and then we find out that Sherry says Rory's going to go in the delivery room, and she delivers. She calls Lorelei like, "I need my mommy." I mean, can you imagine if poor Rory had to go in the delivery room?
5: You guys. I've been in the delivery room once and I was I was 29 years old and I felt I was too young to be. Who's kid? A my goddaughter. She and my cousin asked me to be in the delivery room. It's no. a big job. A yeah. very, very big job. Yeah. So when yeah. Sherry asked out of Rory, I was like, oh, Rory is going to be in for a treat.
6: This is a, a big ride.
2: It's a, It's an intense experience.
5: Yeah.
6: For me, one no, of the most yeah, significant no. things is that Rory... Asked Lorelai to come, and Lorelai it drop goes. Oh well, sure, yeah, of course. Amazing. She was I mean, I, freaking I
2: mean, out. Rolling
6: yeah. tears, just rolling.
2: I mean, because yeah, Emily a-
6: points out like this is how can you go to the birth of Christopher's child? This must be so terrible for you. And Lorelai just sums it up like it doesn't matter because Rory asked me to come. Mm-hmm.
2: She needs. Does, Laure- Does Lorelai leave the dinner table that she's sitting at with Rory? if Emily calls her is freaking out, says you have to come to the hospital.
6: Wow. I think I would say she does.
2: I think she would too. Yeah.
6: Yeah. I think she would. I mean, she dropped everything when Richard was in the hospital. Right. She's
2: all, she's all grown up and she's forgiven everybody and she's tolerating everybody. And she's still, you know, her own woman and still snarky (laughs) as heck.
6: How great is that? How great is that? So Christopher shows up and, you know, you see just the bond between them. But uh, then they're wheeling Sherry out. And Lorelai goes, have fun. <laughs>
2: <laughs> have fun. Boy, that, that, right, that's funny. And then oh. and she goes, well, you know, it's the oh, best I can come up with. Have fun.
6: And Lorelai trying to talk Sherry out the ledge. She's like, at first you're going to think you gave birth to Flem, but they'll give that kid a good scrub.
1: <laughs> right, 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 right.
7: Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.
8: Get emotional with me, Ravi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. Danielle, I don't want to lead the witness, but
6: how are you feeling about Sherry and Christopher's chances? Not high. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Not high.
1: And remember, Danielle, you're under oath.
2: (laughs) 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 Not high. Why? Why could possibly, what could possibly break these two up at this point? I don't know. Is he going to get on his motorcycle (laughs) and go to California again?
4: Huh? Oh my
2: What's he going to do? Oh, no. Is he going to take off? Is he going to take off? Well, we'll see. Hey, Laura. Well, uh,
5: God, that's <laughs> Where a good are tease. You? You say,
2: I'm in Wisconsin. <laughs> what are you doing there? Well, I got on my motorcycle. Uh, you know, Sherry and I aren't All getting bad. along too well. You know, it's like, Jesus.
6: God, this episode is so dense. I mean, I know I say that all the time, but so then we go back to the diner and we see the funny scene between Jess and Kirk. Like, Kirk's like, I don't want to go home. It's boring there. Like, my TV's (laughs) broken. And then in comes Luke and Nicole, which I saw him perfectly pull out her chair, which I thought was so charming. And then, you know, they're having their coffee and Jess is like, I'm going out for about an hour. Just being a (laughs) weirdo. (laughs) Uh, Guy code,
2: right? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Luke, like, oh Luke, like, huh? What?
6: <laughs> and then Luke takes him outside to like give him. Unless the you mu- need horn. longer, yeah. <laughs> and Kirk. Unless you need longer, okay. and then Kirk leans over to Nicole. They have amazing
4: communication. I was like, <laughs> 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 oh God. Uh, what? So, what do you, you think know. of? What do
6: you think of Nicole and Luke?
2: I think he likes her and he's excited and, you know, they're, they're having a good time. They're, they're conversing. Well, you know, he's, yeah. uh, he's keeping up with a lawyer, you know, yeah. she's, a, yeah. she's a smart smarty smart. And so he's feeling pretty good about himself because he's able to keep up and keep her it's interest. Fancy, and, yeah. Yeah. She's a little fancy for him. So he's, he's all jazzed up, man. That's a, that's a step up. Right. I'm yes. here
6: for it. I like it. It's cute. It's, it's, yeah, it's cute.
2: It's a, she's a city gal. Right? She's Liar. coming
6: on. So everybody stay tuned because Scott's going to be interviewing yes. and spending some time this week, I think, with Nicole Leahy. The yep. real Nicole Lahey. Okay, the so tale. then Chris, so we go back to the hospital and Christopher comes out and Rory's sleeping and he says to Lorelei, like, Do you want to come see the baby? And I just wrote on my notes. Wow, 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 like this is so messy, but wow, like it was mm-hmm. just how do you describe heaviness, happiness, uh, sadness all at the same time
2: i I, I don't know that I read happiness in Lorelei's uh, reaction to all of that. Uh, what no. I read what I read was that definitely the heaviness and the complications and the ennui and mm-hmm. what could have been with this guy and what could have been with her life had this guy not, you know, had a little more control. I, yeah,
6: I say <laughs> happiness moment. because I do think uh, there's a part of Lorelei that's happy that Rory has a sister.
2: Yeah, but yeah, I probably, but I think it really that moment was about her and taking stock in her life. And, how complicated things get and how unpredictable things are all the conflicting feelings she's having i mean this uh, did i make the right decision cuz cuz it ultimately comes down to one woman one girl mm-hmm. making a decision that's going to affect the rest of her life or two decisions one having the baby two mm-hmm. leaving her family
4: mm-hmm.
2: so two huge decisions that she made and the you know the ripple effect of 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 this decision is Continuing, you know, the waves are coming back at her now.
4: Mm -hmm. So,
2: um, you know, and they're hitting her, they're lapping up against her shoreline.
4: Yeah.
6: It was excruciating Uh, to watch. Like, like, my heart just broke for her. Oh, God, she's got to see this baby. And then he's so elated. And like, this is so amazing. And I wanted to be like, hey, ass, (laughs) you have another kid. Yeah. I I feel like in this
5: part i was like lorelei's <laughs> looking at this being like this could have been us this should have been us hey and it ass, wasn't.
6: Hey, ass. <laughs> seriously i thought that i was like ass yeah. and he's like it's, isn't she the most beautiful ever and it's like d word no <laughs> <laughs> uh.
2: but she played it perfectly yeah. i mean she played it beautifully didn't she yeah, I mean, those—that's—that's that's the hard hardest part of acting sometimes, and she did it so well, so well. So proud of her, you know. So proud of her because that's a tough—that's a tough situation that, that, that for the character, that's a tough situation to be in.
6: Well, you
2: know, got to play all those con- conflicting emotions.
6: We have t- speaking of conflicting, then mm-hmm. we end this episode with two. Of the most powerful scenes at the same time, because it is the DVD player, she just shows up with the DVD player and all the movies her mom would want. We then flash back to the scene we've talked about this whole episode of Emily in her fancy 80s gown realizing they're gone, her mm-hmm. daughter, her baby, and her grandbaby. And then we flash back to Lorelai saying, yeah, I can figure out how to set this up. Yeah. I'll I'll go up to the bedroom TV, you know, like and Emily giving the classic line like you could ruin our TV set, which is like what everyone says when you're like a young person trying to like give them some new technology. I just thought, God, wow, and I just wrote crying again. I mean, I cried through both those scenes, and the episode ended, and it was a good. I was still crying as I went to the bathroom, and like brush my teeth.
2: you know, yeah, you know, I. Uh... Yeah, I, I was a little weepy too. I, I it made me miss my my family so much, being uh,
4: yeah.
2: thirty six hundred miles away from them. Oh.
6: They're
2: they're coming. They're coming.
6: Yeah. So just, for everyone listening, so Scott's working, which we've talked about, and the, his family isn't with him. And this poor Scott, like I'm so of all the episodes, we couldn't just throw Scott like a funny one. We have to throw. <laughs> like, <laughs> thanks a lot. Literally one to pull Jeez. in the heartstrings. Like, could we have not oh thrown God. him like? Something and we just give him the oh most.
2: My God. You're right.
6: It is the most powerful so yeah. far.
2: Absolutely. I mean, this was just, a, you know, this was ground-shocking. This was shock and awe. Yeah, you know, It was just like wow. Um,
6: and so well done because so well done. I love. I, I I just I had the same reaction at the young Lorelai and the young Christopher that at first I was really like. That's not Christopher. That's not Lorelai. And then by the end of the episode, I was literally like, who cares? They were great.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They were great. Yeah. It was kind great. Kind of a it... risk,
6: too. I mean, a risk to do the episode this way.
1: Um,
5: No.
6: no. It definitely paid off. You think it was I, it, how they should have it.
5: I, I yeah.
2: think they know exactly I think I think Amy and Dan know exactly when to do something like this. This was the moment. This yeah. was a perfect moment to do this. It was completely unexpected. We've never seen it before. It was shocking. It was shocking to me.
0: Cuz yeah, I said I to myself
2: cuz I said to myself I said no, they're not going to do this. Wow, what are, I mean, that's like George Willenda going out there on the tightrope, you know, with no net. Right, right. And and it's like they're walking the tightrope with this one and they pulled it off beautifully. They Did pulled I say off
6: season three is quite the season? Like oh my we've goodness. had many episodes that are probably the best of the whole series. Like for a show to just get better and better as the seasons go on.
2: Mm-hmm. You see how much easier wow. it is. This is also another example of why teen shows are so popular with networks because they're just so much easier to do. I mean, teens don't even have to be doing very much.
4: Right. There doesn't
2: have to be that much going on. It's just like look good. Their clothes are cool. They're saying the right things. Great. We're gonna watch it.
6: Do you consider but, this a teen adults, show?
2: But adults cannot get away with that. They have to have this level of drama. An intrigue yeah. that we saw today to keep it really engaging.
6: Half a teen show, a teen show. What do you consider this show?
2: Yeah, I think it's like half and half. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 mean, I, I mean, it's a young network, right? Yeah. But look, yeah. The, the, I, and I think Amy and Dan are, are smart enough to realize that the teen stuff ain't going to work as standalone. Yeah. No. And, the, and adult stuff ain't going to work as standalone they it's 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 a symbiotic relationship between the teen and the adult. So, they mix Yeah, it I mean very, if you think very about very well. other
6: sh- other shows at the time, it was this isn't Friends, this isn't mm-hmm. The West Wing. It's a a dramedy. Mhm. It's got, you know, it, it it but it is young. It mm-hmm. is teen in many ways.
2: Yes, yeah, CW oh, was always a younger demo. But, you know, this show broke out into other demos as well.
6: Uh, uh, I feel like the grandmas love this show. They oh, do. Yeah.
2: Uh, you know, I'm I'm getting approached every day, all day up here. <laughs>
6: By grannies. <I> mean,
5: whoever. <laughs> yeah. You can watch yeah. this yeah. you know? with your daughter and your mom. You know, Definitely. like if you're like it's three generations can watch it together.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's No question about it. It it, it spans. All generations. It's it's really amazing. Really, really amazing.
6: And we've talked about it so much, which we'll continue to. But the difference between the way I see it now and the way I saw it twenty years ago is, I don't know that I cried at this episode twenty years ago. Hmm. I don't know.
2: I, I know I didn't. I didn't see it. <laughs> Same. I <laughs> love Same uh, you guys are sort of seeing it. For the first I just show. had to do my, what, couple of scenes and then go to Colorado. <laughs> you had
6: great scenes in this show, though.
2: I did. Wow, I really enjoyed that. So that. I enjoyed it. So next week, we're going to do Swan Song. It's episode 14, season three. Man, we're, we're three quarters away, through, almost three quarters away through season three.
6: Yeah, it's lucky you have a job.
2: I got what what what
6: no no we're not almost done We've got we're a long way to it go. Out. We've got a long way to go. And I'm determined we,
2: now we I have to do a podcast on the commercials that appeared on Gilmore Girls. You
6: know, hopefully No, I'm telling you, Bunheads. We after we finish Gilmore Girls. It wasn't in
2: Bunheads. That doesn't, doesn't matter. Sense.
6: Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter.
2: You're, you're going to make Bunheads. Me, You're going to make me watch Bunheads? Oh,
5: I
6: loved Bunheads. <laughs> We, we've Hopefully got like by a couple the time years we finish the movies they'll be the yeah. prequel yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know? they've got years we, they've got a couple years so you're good. you're
2: good oh my goodness um hey man we, we, with you with you two knuckleheads i'll talk about anything
6: and scott it's, it's I know too much fun we're thinking of you like we're so sorry Like oh. we're happy that you have this great job but we're we oh. really are sorry that you're there That's like the life of an actor is not all unicorns and rainbows. Poor Scott's just like alone in a random oh, city.
2: I am.
4: I'm keeping friends. busy though.
2: You know what I did today? I ran up. There's a very steep hill here. And I ran up that hill about 10 times until I was so exhausted I wasn't feeling I couldn't even feel my face. You know so what bad. I mean? I was just like, but it's but it's, but I, I like the weather. You know, it's not hot. It's 60 degrees and cloudy, mm-hmm. and you run up the hills and then it's sunny.
6: Right. It's great. But like we do. Yeah, especially after this episode, it's like poor Scott. Can you just see him alone in his like place up there just crying? (laughs) Hopefully Swan Song is a much happier, (laughs) uplifting,
5: (laughs) uplifting episode.
2: (laughs) So I have I have all these videos of my son, uh, you know, doing his robotics, doing his karate and karate class on my phone. And I spend so much time watching these videos.
6: Seriously, I know.
2: I mean, it's just like. You know, and I'm laughing, 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 laughing. And then before I have to go to bed, I cry. Oh. Because I miss my little guy, you know.
6: Well, and I you've been with him nonstop. This is your first time, like, being away from him, huh?
2: Um, well, you know, when I do a convention, yeah, I'll go. Yeah, for that's like three four, days. Four, four days. Right. I went, to, I went to Europe a few times to do conventions. That's five days.
6: Right. So and, and that was like- tough.
2: He, he was much younger, but it was just still tough. But now it's been, you know, it's been like, you know, I left. I,
6: think, I left I think LA you've been on gone the eight. Two eighth. weeks, yeah. I,
2: I am mean, two weeks. am It's it's hard, man. Yeah.
6: yeah. I just, you
2: know, before I came on with you guys, I texted my wife. I I said, you need to, you need to Facetime me. I am not doing well. Oh. Because I just finished this episode. I'm oh. like, I'm all by myself in tears. <laughs> I need to talk to
6: somebody. We're here somebody. for you. We're here for you. <laughs>
2: Oh, uh okay good so let's do let's do this every day and i'll be okay Yeah, you know, like
6: uh-huh. suddenly episode every day
4: people
6: are like,
2: yeah we'll going? we'll put out tw- tw- what three of we'll we'll do 15 episodes a week we'll release 15 a week it's not too much work is it well oh my god like
6: we said later this week nicole leahy yeah. and pop culture so you get to see us two more times all
2: right let's so uh anyway gang uh great episode thanks for downloading We're going to wrap this puppy up in a nice ribbon and bow, nice wrapping paper. Uh, Perfect episode. My favorite. Um, The funniest, the most heartbreaking, the most searing drama. Um, Well done. Bravo. Thank you, ladies. And uh, thank you, everybody. We'll see you next time. Stay safe.
0: They have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget.
7: The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David.